afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Just Chris here, just checking in um, over the festive period. Alan and I haven't been able to get our schedules in sync uh, as we've been in different parts of the country enjoying festive frivolity and um, eating food. I, I was listening to the radio on a drive from Liverpool to Northampton and at like three or four different occasions uh, the presenter asked somebody on the uh, on the other end of the phone is it on the phone somebody you were talking to oh did you have a good christmas period and they responded yes i ate loads of food so apparently that's that's it that's what christmas is um and i know i ate some food and i'm sure you all ate some food but that's not what we're here for we're here about wrestling yeah and um, <clears throat> we haven't done a new episode, but what we have got is a bit of a bonus episode. Uh, this is an episode that we recorded as part of a charity album of episodes that we did last year uh, that was for Eve, a local charity um, here in Northampton. And this is an episode that we did recapping, basically, the whole of the movie Santa with Muscles, starring Hulk Hogan. And uh, you can listen to that now um or maybe you want to pause it go and watch santa with muscles because frankly it's more entertaining than you would probably think it is and um and then listen to what we've got to say about it don't form your own opinions whatever you do don't form your own opinions just take ours on board um but now over to chris and alan from the past go chris Goodbye my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Merry Christmas ladies and gentlemen of the internet Hiya And welcome to the podcast Love the Graps This is a special podcast episode Very special, Christmassy one incredibly incredibly um christmasy as we look out of the window all we can see is rain yeah <laughs> yeah that rainy christmas yeah it's been a rainy christmas we had some snow the other day didn't we but yeah. um uh we are doing another little special episode here yeah uh this episode we are doing a movie mu- mu- movie review a movie review <laughs> we're pronouncing it movie for the for the christmas period um, and we have just spent um, ninety three minutes watching a, a real, a real gem, a real cinematic gem. Do you, do you think? Yeah. Should we Should we tell the listeners where we've watched it? <laughs> um, yeah, we can if you want. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, yeah you go yeah, ahead. We're, yeah, we're um, we're sat in the car park of the Trinity Centre in Bristol. Yeah. Uh, in my car, and we've just watched it on your mobile phone. Yeah. We have. Um, yeah. And what have we just watched, Chris? We've just watched the movie Santa with Muscles, starring Hulk Hogan. Uh, amongst um, others. Amongst others. Yeah. Um, a very young Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah. Mila Kunis, age 11. Yeah. Um, my Mila Kunis fact, she'd only been speaking English four years at that point. Yeah, well, I mean, I countered with she hadn't been speaking at all for like <laughs> she's only been speaking at all for like what seven or eight years look i'm proud of of her coming from the ukraine or wherever she came from i don't know where she's from yeah i but, don't judge though but well done and she was in it and so was her uh 
that 70s show co-star, mm-hmm. Don Stark. Next door neighbour. Yeah. Bob? Bob. Is that his character's Donna's name? Donna's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Santa with muscles. I mean, before I give you a synopsis, just take a moment to think about what the film <laughs> Santa with muscles might be, because you probably get it right straight away. Yeah, it's called Santa with muscles, and it stars Hulk Hogan. As a Santa with muscles. Yeah. Um, it was alright though, wasn't it? I enjoyed it. I yeah. Did. I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it's Chris's idea to watch a, a Christmassy film. Yep. Um, and there aren't many Christmassy wrestling related films. No, but this it ticks those boxes. There's that one that came out the other year with The Miz and Paige in it. Yeah. Perhaps we'll do that. I feel like there might be one with um, John Morrison in it, maybe. And there's um, one with Bill Goldberg in, isn't there? Is there? Is a San- Bad Santa? Is he? Is he in that? Not in the first Bad Santa, no. Santa Slay? No. Um, I know... Um, Bill Goldberg is in a Santa-themed film. The big show is in um, Jingle All The Way. All right, yeah. He, he play, he's very, got a very small... You don't really see his face. He's got a Santa beard on. Right, is Tim Allen in that? No, that's um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Where he's got to get the present for um, his child. Oh, is that Jingle All The Way? Yeah. Yeah. And there's Jingle All The Way 2, which um, stars Santino Morella. So ah, maybe we should have done that. Yeah. So many options, so many options. But we um, went with Santa with Muscles. Which uh, it's from 1996. I had a quick look at the IMDb page. It's only got 2.4 out of 10. Really? Which I think is a travesty. Like, well, I've seen a lot worse like family comedies than this. It depends how you view it. Yeah. Because I think as, as a movie, it's a failure. <laughs> Um, as a kids movie I think it's a bit of a failure but as a weird kind of B movie with just weird stuff in it I I thought it's quite good do you know what I think it's a little bit out of time because it was was from 1996 well to be honest I'm surprised it's that late yeah yeah exactly so I think if it was in the 80s like it would have fit in with a lot of like weird high concept comedies like especially we'll get into it but there's a lot of um a lot of uh, minion, not not the minions from the film no. minions, but you know goons. sidekick goons that yeah. are very odd. Um, or if it was a bit later on, you might have it might have fit in with like Spy Kids, yeah, those sort of films where it's quite wacky. Like I feel like that's kind of the vibe it was. Yeah. It was sat in. If um, it had a bigger budget, maybe. Yeah, well, all the budget went on giving Hulk Hogan hair. <laughs> yeah, well, for nineteen ninety six, definitely. Yeah, there's no way his hairline is natural. Because you know what Hulk Hogan looks like—he's the orange fellow with a clown hair. Yeah, it's weird though because like they haven't gone all out and given him a proper full head of hair. No, he's still he... got a very receding hairline. <laughs> well, they've given yeah. it. They've gone realistic. It's a cinema verite. <laughs> yes, it really That's is. That's what it is. It really is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's uh, it's a film where you've got you start off. Hulk Hogan is very rich. He's a, a health supplement guru yep. selling stuff. His name's Blake something Blake or other. Thorne. Blake Thorne. BT. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, Blake Thorne. And he um, he's kind of a bit of a, a Scrooge character. He's a bit of a cock. Yeah, he's he, he's really into himself. He's, he's American capitalist through and through. Yeah. Um, no, uh, no regard for the rules. Hates children. Yeah, there's like a bit where they go, oh, they want to do a benefit for the orphanage at the house. And they're like, nah. Nah. 
No. Look out for number one. Yeah. Um, there's a whole weird sequence where he goes paintballing. Yeah. It turns out the paintball arena is the whole of the world. <laughs> and um, he gets into a car chase with the police. Yeah. Um, and, and then. The police opening fire with live shotgun rounds. Yeah. And then in order to escape, he disguises as Santa and he gets a knock on the head. Amnesia believes he's Santa. Yeah. Kind of. And luckily, the the place where he took refuge is a mall yeah. who were missing a Santa. Yeah, so he got kind of bundled into the whole yeah. mall Santa thing, um, gets into a scrap with some utes, yeah. some bad utes. Yeah, the um, kids love it as Santa beats up <laughs> some people. Yeah, he, like, can you imagine being a child and going to see Santa and then Santa beating the living shit out of a couple of troubled teenagers yeah. you, you cr- wouldn't forget it's your Christmas it. wish you wouldn't forget it oh. oh hello little boy what would you like for Christmas I'd like you to seriously injure some other teenagers please I tell you what though there might be a market in this yeah put it down ideas for next year ideas yeah. um, Santa punishment <laughs> yeah <laughs> come and see Santa beat up some hoodlums yeah um so yeah, so, so he does that, and these hoodlums were they were robbing the uh, the local orphanage collection, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, there was a collection going on for the local orphanage, and he sees the sign. He's like, they need help. He's just drawn. He's like magnetically <laughs> yeah. drawn to it. Yeah. But I mean, I think we find out kind of why that might be yeah. a bit later on. Yeah, mystical um, shit. Yeah. So he um, he goes to the orphanage, and as he gets there, the the goons. There's the goon squad. Yeah. So. Basically, there's a whole thing... Well, let's where... talk about the baddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The baddie of the film. Eb- you... Ebna Frost. Yeah, you initially think that Blake Thorne is the baddie of the film. Well, I don't think you ever really think that, because it's I called did. Santa with Muscles. I wondered if... if I think, first, yeah. I wondered if Hulk Hogan was going to play both parts. Well, I thought maybe it'd be Hulk Hogan and a redemption right. arc. Um, but no, there's someone even worse than him. Yeah. Called Ebna Frost. Yeah. Um, I don't think Ebna's a real name, is it? Abna. Ebenezer. I don't know. Played by Ed Begley Jr., who I yeah. like a lot. Very yeah. funny actor. Um, and he seems to be some kind of freak uh, who... Uh, well, I think he's a germaphobe, yeah. isn't he? But, like, a, a rich science man. Yeah. I think it's sciencey, isn't it? He surrounds himself with, with scientists and doctors, including a poor man's Richard E. Grant. Yeah, um, who's like... A, so he's got these four goons. Yeah. Head goon is poor man's Richard E. Grant, who's like a medical doctor. Yeah. Then he's got goon number two, who is a, a chemist. He said he's a chemist, so right. he's spraying people with fart gas all the yeah. time. Yeah, he had a weird overbite as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he had a geologist yeah. who looked a bit like Anthony Edwards from ER. I thought he looked a bit like Buster Bluth from Arrested Development. I've not seen Arrested uh, Development. Well, I've not seen ER in some time. So oh. those are, that's, again... A difference in age, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then the final of the four um, was some kind of electrical scientist, Doctor Watt. Doctor Watt, um, and she was uh, like a dominatrix, yeah. but with electricity. And um, she had gloves that were all electric, didn't she? Yeah, and yeah. kept zapping people. Yeah. So um, he turns up at the orphanage, and uh, they're they're. they're they're stealing a statue. Yeah, in their ice cream van. Yeah, drive around earlier, there. I think earlier we'd seen them steal a Christmas tree. Yes. From, yeah. the, from the orphanage. So, yeah, they've got an ice cream van. I don't quite know why. Um, and I don't really know why they're stealing the statue. Um, and there seemed to be some kind of catchphrase. Um, it's uh, 
so many shopping days till Christmas. That's, yeah, well, yeah, they, they, they really the sign, want... They? So basically, old oh, yeah. Ebner Frost is trying to get hold of a load of local properties. First time we meet him and his crew um, face-to-face is they're, they're putting the squeeze on a local <laughs> shoe shop owner yeah. um, who doesn't want to sell. No. Um, and he, eventually they get what they want out of him and he crosses it off his map. He's got one property left to get on his map and that's the old orphanage. Yeah. Now, it strikes me at this point that... He, it looked like he was willing to do proper business. Well, it looked like it he was, was offering some amount of money. Yeah, I mean, the shoe the shoe salesman just didn't want to sell. No. Um, and then he eventually agreed to sell through torture. Yeah. Um, so by the by the time he's after the orphanage, there's mm. only three kids left in the orphanage. Yeah. He probably could have just bought an ordinary house. Put them in it. And put the three kids and the, the two grown-ups who live in the orphanage in mm. that house and everything would have been good. Yeah, he could have done. It wouldn't but have made for such a good film. But we don't like I like I don't know how much he was offering for the shoe shop. No, he might have only been offering like a hundo, hundred dollars, <laughs> cool hundo. Yeah, um, and the shoe shop's like shoe shop owner's like oh, I'm not taking a hundred quid for it. He's like you will take a hundred quid. He says not not even a hundred quid, mate. Hundred dollars. Oh yeah, less than a hundred quid. Yeah, that's a hundo, isn't it? Oh, that's a cool hundo. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, so if he's offering a hundred quid for the yeah, orphanage, that's not enough to buy a house to put the orphans in. Well, I think they would have took a tent at this point. Do you think so? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they had it pretty sweet. That orphanage, it was pretty good. It empty. was big. It was empty. I had a chapel. Yeah, stained glass windows. Yeah. Had catacombs. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> at this point, um, old uh, Santa with muscles. Yeah, Blake Santa. Turns up, he's got amnesia, but he's ready for a fight. So he turns up and he beats up the goons. Yeah, he stops the goons running over an old man. Yeah, he literally just stops the van by grabbing the hands. van with his bare hands. Yeah, yeah, and and the old man's like, "That was a really stupid thing to do. You stopping that van?" He's like, oh, "I'm I'm thinking that's a stupid thing for you to do to be stood in the middle of the road." Well, he was man. old and he hasn't got much time yeah. left anyway. So yeah. not Scatman Crothers, no, from The Shining, no. Um, uh, so that ingratiates Blake Santa with the uh, with the crew at the yeah. orphanage. Yeah. They're all like, "Wow, this is really there's cool." As a, a semi-hot woman, yeah, kind of mumsy hot. Yeah. Um, there is the old black man and three kids, um, a cute little blonde girl who originally we saw writing a letter to Santa at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. asking for Santa to come to the orphanage, and yeah. he did. He did. Yeah. He did. Um, there's Mila Kunis. Yeah. Uh, and there's a, a little kid with sticky out ears. Yeah, a little freckled boy. Yeah. Yeah, who, who seemed to be troubled. Yeah. He was listening to rock music. Seen some shit, and he? And he, he wanted to fight. He was a fighter. Yeah. I mean, these kids are orphans. Yeah. You know, think about that for a minute, Chris. Yeah, we don't know exactly what happened to the, the children's parents. The, the youngest one, there's an allusion to um, her her mother having died yeah um, we don't know whether the other two have been abandoned or <laughs> or lost their well, parents um, I, I like to think that they've all died in um, horribly science related yeah. ways one was one was electrocuted yep. uh, one was uh, chemi- chemicaled to yeah. death yeah, 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 and yeah. the other one was was geologied uh, turned into a stone yeah yeah. Petrified. Well, because he said the the stone, the geologist said you'll make a great fossil yeah. to the shoe man, which is going to take a couple of million years. Yeah, 
So, you know, he's in it for the long haul. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's the, the three kids. So he hangs around, becomes part of the, the family. Oh, we should mention Lenny. Oh, yeah, Lenny Bob from that 70s show. Yeah. Um, he is kind of a bit of a... Con man. Con man. Um, he's in a bit of financial trouble. Yeah. Uh, he ropes San, um, Blake into being Santa against his knowledge, yeah. I suppose, having amnesia. Yeah, nicks his wallet. Nicks his wallet. And he's kind of following him around because, for some reason, in order to get money out of cash machines in this fantasy world... You remember 1996, when you could you could only get money out of a cash point with your thumbprint? Yeah, yeah. It's all fingerprint technology yeah. in 1996. California? Are we saying this was California? Well, it was very sunny throughout. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he's following him around, trying to find out a way to get his, his thumbprint. Um... And he's kind of tagging along, watching everything that's going on. He's kind of his minder, and he's yeah. babysitting him yeah. a lot of the time. Um, and uh, uh, so they, they they just spend a little time at the orphanage for a while. Yeah. They're just kind of hanging out. They have a meal. Um, they wear some funny pajamas. Yeah. Um, they uh, they just get to know the kids. Yeah. Um, he eats some cookies, doesn't he? And he's a health food freak. Yeah, Blake um, Santa. And he's like, oh, these cookies have got fat in them. <laughs> Is this milk? Uh, yeah. Low-fat milk? Yeah. He's like, no, you're Santa. Just eat it. Just eat it, mate. Yeah. And then um, the goons make another attempt. Yep. Uh, yeah, they throw a head. <laughs> they do. They're yeah. not a human head. No, no, the head of the statue that they stole earlier. Yeah. Um, through the window. And um, Santa goes out, beats them, just beats them up again. Yeah. Just, well, there's not really any any peril or any no. any danger that he's going to lose. He just beats him up. And in fact, at one point, he does excuse his violence by saying that it's self defence. Yeah, after that, it's after that yeah. little fight. Yeah, it's not self defence. Like, no, you went out there to pick a fight. Yeah, um, but the the kid, the little kid, the troubled kid mm. with sticky out ears, um, he goes to Edna Frost's house to to try and shoot him with a catapult <laughs> to stop this all. Yeah, I need to end this. Yeah, don't know if any of you have seen The Punisher recently there's uh there's a bit where frank is uh about to shoot the main baddie um with a sniper's rifle and Spoilers. that me of that bit i mean i've not seen it it's very vague i mean that's quite vague yeah but um, now but i'm yeah. assuming that he doesn't do it it reminds, so... reminds me of that yeah. um but yeah he stopped doing that by yeah. uh by santa Maria muscles and lenny and lenny and um it's at that point that santa Maria muscles kind of learns the plan Mm. Um, that old bad guy Frost wants the orphanage because he wants that whole area. Yeah. Oh, so is then there they, any, they start thinking. Don't is they? there anything be- below the orphanage? Yeah. And then um, the kid, the kid goes, "Oh, the clubhouse." Yeah. Oh, they've got a, cl- and they, they all know about it. Yeah. The, and then the woman who's running the orphanage is like, "Yeah, they've got a clubhouse. It's in the old catacombs. You know, beneath, the catacombs beneath the orphanage. We just let them run." <laughs> Run around the catacombs. Yeah. Uh, so they they head off down to the catacombs. Um, they show us quite like they, they show us kind of them going through the orphanage, yeah. Yeah. down some stairs. Yeah. Didn't need um, to really. Uh, and then they get into the catacombs, which are catacombs as you yeah. would um, imagine. And there's um, there's a big safe in there, a big, big vault. Yeah. And um, big big door, and someone's carved some initials into the door, haven't they? Yeah. Big- Um, and there's a big vault, and there's some initials carved on the door. Right, yeah. Um, BT. Yeah. But what does BT Who's BT? Stand for? Who's BT? <gasps> well, 
I, we don't know for sure. Yeah, but it does seem he does that finger BT it. He, he fingers the BT. Up. Well, also there, there's the the kids know three of the numbers for the combination for yep. the vault. I don't know how they know them. They figured it out. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit weird. Um, um, and and the thing is though, if it, I don't know. I think it was a four number vault combination. Yeah. If they've got three of them. They just go through the rest of the combination numbers wow. and get the rest. Well, it might have been but, that's how they got the first three. That and then they just stopped. It's, taken, like, it's oh, taken them God. so long to get there. Yeah, but they could only... I don't know what numbers it went up to, but they were two-digit yeah, numbers. Yeah, a lot of numbers. But like, so if they've got three and they only need one more, it's only going to be 100 more perhaps, goes. Perhaps they were going to do it the next day. Maybe, maybe. But somehow, old Blake Santa, he just knew it. Yep. It was in his brain. Yep. He opened it, cracked it open... And they walked into the vault. I, what, what what were you expecting to see inside the vault? Gold. Yeah, I was expecting to see many, many riches. Yeah, a pirate ship. Yeah. Um, uh, perhaps um, a, an old knight from the Crusades yeah. um, looking after all of the possible yeah. holy grails. Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. Um, expecting him in there. Yeah, maybe um, just a load of skeletons. Yeah, of... of Children of the orphanage <laughs> maybe, who didn't make it. Maybe like an old lab that they'd been experimenting on orphans yeah. on. Um, but no, that's not what they had. It was a cave. Yeah, with some weird crystals in it. With magical crystals. Yeah, Amelia Kunis knew what they were because she'd just read about them in a book. Energy. They had. En- they were energy. Energy crystals. They produce so, electricity, apparently. I'm not really 100% sure what this is about. Presumably... Frost, the bad guy, wanted the crystals in order to do power. Well, no, they said they were worth a lot. They were worth millions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he just wanted money. He just wanted them all. He's, I mean, he seemed to have quite a lot of money. Anyway, and let's think about that because it's it's revealed soon. Revealed. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get um, that Frost was also in the orphanage when he was a kid. Yeah. And so, what are the odds on on Frost and Thorn? both been in the orphanage. I feel like you've just given the big reveal away (laughs) without any suspense whatsoever. (laughs) Let's just explain. Do you want to explain it? Oh yeah, later. Um, (laughs) uh, Thorne realises who he he is. We'll tell you about that in a minute. Blake Blake Tatovsky. Tomachevsky. Tomachevsky. And it turned out he was in the orphanage as a kid Mm. um, with his best mate, Ebner Frost. Ebby. Ebby Frost. Yeah. So what are the odds of these two fellas in this orphanage not ending up as skeletons in the reject pile, <laughs> um, but becoming both well, becoming independently wealthy? Yeah, but we know that this is a really good orphanage because they've managed to find homes for all but three of the orphans. Yeah. So they, I mean, and you look at Blake, he's yeah. a big muscle. Yeah. He was obviously athletically gifted as a child. Yeah. He'd have been well in demand as an orphan. I bet he was fat as a kid. Do you reckon? Yeah. And, and Eb- Ebner Frost, obviously brainiac, wasn't he? So mm. those are those are two in demand orphan I types. I suppose, yeah. You don't want yeah. an average orphan. That, the, what we were left with <laughs> was the, the average orphan. Average, not cute enough orphans. Yeah. Like, they weren't young enough. Like, cause people. I don't, I don't want to get into that, but <laughs> I don't want to get into what people are looking for in in ch- children to adopt. Yes, yeah. they weren't looking for them. No, clearly, no. Um, um, so yeah, so they seal up the vault and they say, "Why? Right, let's let's just I don't know. Let's just we'll just we'll let's sort this that. out. This we'll, we'll we'll work it out." Yeah, and then they go upstairs and um, Doctor Blight, I think that's his name, isn't it? Head goon. Yeah, head goon. Doctor Blight. Yeah, maybe um, was just there. Yeah, so he'd just been beaten up like the night before. Yeah. 
And he had other mates with him at that point. Yeah. But then this time he's just turned back up at the house. Yeah, on his own. He's like, I'm going to fight you again. Yeah. Stupid idea. Rubbish plan. Yeah. Um, but somehow they fight their way up onto... The clock tower. Like a bell tower yeah. as part of the church. Um, they're having a bit of a fight. Him, um, Blake, Santa and head goon doctor. Um, and Santa obviously beats him up. Yeah. Um, but somehow <laughs> it was really very weird it's worth watching just for this moment actually so he, he somehow gets scooped off yeah this man who's strong enough to stop a, a van in its tracks gets um gets there's like a mechanical santa you know one of those ones that people put on outside their houses yeah. and they dance yeah it's like, one of it's like that and it just somehow the arm of it catches him scoops him and he falls off the tower into a dustbin van which was just passing yeah which yeah. I mean is lucky, isn't it? Really, yeah. Um, gets a bang on the head, yeah, um, and wakes up next to uh, one of his fitness products, yeah. And he looks at it and says, "Oh, and he passes chest out still not big enough," <laughs> which is a callback. It I wasn't chest that. not big enough. The picture's not big enough. I thought he said that. The, no, it was a picture. The because the joke earlier was that the picture on the bottle of him wasn't big enough. I thought it was that his chest wasn't no, big enough no. in the picture. No, it was just that. There should be a bigger picture of oh, him. Okay. If you want to sell more bottles. So yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, he he. <laughs> somehow uh, the the bin man uh, finds this man. Yeah. Recognizes him. Yeah. We don't see any of this. We're, this is exposition. Well, he recognised him because there was a bottle of his product <laughs> sat right. Um, next takes him. him home and uh, Blake's butler puts him straight to bed without undressing him or cleaning him or having any concern for the concussion he's clearly no. got. Um, and then uh, tells Blake all this, but then Blake realizes, do you know what? I fucking love being Santa. Yeah. So basically, one knock to the head, amnesia. Yeah. Two knocks, cured. Yeah. Simple. Well, not not totally cured though. Cured but changed. Yeah, changed for the better. Three knocks, dead. <laughs> yeah. Kill your kill your wife, one... child, <laughs> and yourself. But the dogs are in the enclosed pool area. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Blake decides yep that he's going to uh, save the orphanage after all. Yeah. Um, um he gets a phone call from Lenny. He gets a phone call from Lenny. Oh no, but first that he tries to ring the orphanage. Um but the science people intercept oh, the call. Some convoluted. Yeah, and play a recording of the woman earlier, the kind of kind of hot mumsy woman telling the doctor to stay out of her life. Yeah. Um, and he'd recorded that and they played that to Blake to make him think that that was yeah, him. So even though he'd done all, nothing to, it was all to upset, earn that except they disappeared I suppose yeah, yeah. Um, but then he got a phone call from Lenny yeah. um, and Lenny had really repented yeah and he was like Blake Santa because all this time Lenny had kind of been in, he's still trying to get the money wasn't he he, was, he, he owed Frost loads of money yeah. we haven't really mentioned that so he was kind of a crook the whole time but he's just kind of like a cheeky chappy yeah. more than anything. Yeah. Um, and at the end, he has this moment of clarity where he's like, "No, nah, I got to help the orphans. Yeah. Got to help my new friend Blake." Yeah. Um, so um, Blake gets his team together, which consists of his butler, yeah, uh, his driver, his personal chef, and his personal chef. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they go to the orphanage. Uh, they have another mishap with the police on the way. Yeah, the police. The the police. Um, it's very much a Blues Brothers type situation. Yeah. yeah. Where the um, hapless police are just after this one fella the whole yeah, time. Yeah, sergeant played by Ron Howard's ugly brother. Yeah, he's a very odd-looking fella, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Clint Howard. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so after the police car has been blown up with a bazooka, just don't ask about that. Um, they get to the orphanage and um, then Blake just goes in on his own, leaves his mates outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is probably for the best. They do do a little thing where they electrocute someone with a door yeah, handle. Yeah, kills kill someone who, who wants some hors d'oeuvres. Kill a fellow who looks like Tyler Bate. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some weird-looking goons in this. Yeah, muscle goons, um, including uh, Brutus Barber beef, Beefcake. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's credited as Sumo Goon. Yeah, because he does a bit of a sumo stomp at yeah. one point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all he does. Does the sort of thing: bring one leg up and put it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then we we just get into there's just a big fight, isn't there? Yeah. At the end. Like he just has a fight with um, with Frost, and I just think like we've already established that this man is superhumanly strong. Yeah, he's big. Yeah. So why is he why is he even having any problems with these nerds? Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know what Frost at least, has been like, doing. At least like the science head goon did some martial arts moves at one point. Yeah. Maybe <sighs> um, Frost in between the orphanage and where now he's been in the uh, Fable City of Kunlun. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. We just don't know that. No. We don't know. But he was a germaphobe as well. Yeah. Which they're normally pretty weak, aren't yeah. they? Um, but he ends up saving the day. Yeah. Yeah. And um, in the course of this, he learns the truth. Uh, and he confronts uh, Frost with the truth. Frost don't care. He just yeah, wants the money. there's no like moment where Frost is like, you are my friend. I should be your friend again. No. Like, normally you at least see like that glimmer. Yeah. No? Nothing like that. Um, but in the course of the fight, uh, all the crystals explode. Yeah, and the orphanage just disintegrates to nothing. Implodes. Yeah, presumably with a lot of people dead inside. Well, we saw the main goons got out. Yeah, because they got arrested. Um, and the kids got and the out. Orphans got out. But and people who worked. There were at least there. three goons unaccounted for. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whether there were any of Blake's staff inside. I know they they yeah. were outside, but they were very like there was a that was a very narrow alleyway. Yeah, I think we did see them at the end. I think we? they were yeah. they were holding the goons, kind of waiting for the police. Oh, okay, okay. But um, yeah, there were there were these latecomer goons, anonymous goons that didn't have funky characters, and they're probably dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then there's no orphanage. No, so Blake has this wonderful idea, and the film kind of closes out with all of the orphans um, plus a whole bunch of new orphans <laughs> yeah. by the look of it yeah. which um, as you say presumably from the uh, the goons who perished in yeah, the children of the goons <laughs> yeah um, uh, they, uh, they they take over Frost's old mansion yeah because um, he had a big old place that's how it works the... isn't it yeah yeah you commit a crime against me I get your mansion <laughs> <laughs> well that's just how fights work <laughs> if yeah. me and you have a fight and I win I get everything that you own. It's like the rule of conquers. Yeah, or pogs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and to be honest, the police in this town didn't seem too hot and stuff, so they probably just waved it no, through. No, no. Um, so, yeah, so at the end, um, Santa with muscles. Is there still wearing his Santa hat? just hold, told the whole plot. We haven't yeah. even done any, like... <laughs> and um, the kids get to spy on the goons doing community service. Yeah. I... I <laughs> I, I didn't intend on doing a blow by no. blow recap of this film, but I do. I think it's worth a watch. <laughs> it's not very Christmassy. No. Santa, Santa with muscles. Or it's just that he wears a Santa costume sometimes. See, I have this thing about whether Die Hard is a Christmas film. I, I don't think it is. No, I, I think, think it's it set is. at Christmas. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't think it's... You could set it at another time and the film wouldn't fundamentally change. No. Um, this, I think, is a Christmas film, but it's a very un-Christmassy Christmas film. Yeah, because there's, at least with this, there's there's kind of a sense of redemption for the main character with a bit of a Christmas spirit sort of yeah. edge to it. But mainly, it's just so that they can use the name Santa with muscles and have him in a Santa costume sometimes. Yeah, and uh, it turns out, well, and, and this, this makes even less sense as to why she's still in the orphanage, that Mila Kunis is excellent at being a seamstress. Um, because she adapts his Santa costume well, to she, show off his muscles. She's the only one with any skills or knowledge in that yeah. place. Um, Perhaps she stinks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe she's just really, really racist. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, no, oh, I'd love to adopt her. And then she says some awful slur. <laughs> and then they have to go, oh! Have you got any other ones? <laughs> As it turned out, they did. Uh, yep. They had loads of other yeah, ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, I enjoyed it, but it's very weird. Yeah. It does. I mean, as we said right at the beginning, it's weird that this is from 1996. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's weird that somebody's put. Oh no! I mean, I was going to say it's weird that somebody's putting Hulk Hogan as the lead in a movie in 96. But and this must have been pre NWO. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just pre NWO. Um, <laughs> and actually, I guess he was very sort of clean cut Hulk Hogan at that point. Yeah. I'm just wondering why he couldn't have that hair. On, on the wrestling it's, it's a lot of bandanas wasn't it in the wrestling yeah. so it didn't really matter well it much. did matter didn't it no I never judged him on his hair I did I judged him on his hot dog colour <laughs> call me racist but when a man is hot dog coloured I'm very suspicious doink looking motherfucker <laughs> so yeah that was something with muscles yeah, it's all on YouTube yeah we watched it on YouTube yeah the whole 93 minutes is on YouTube so just go check it out yeah don't cost you nothing, and just fi- you'll feel so much more Christmassy afterwards. <laughs> I don't know whether you will. Well, because you- it's it's set it's like California. It's so sunny the whole time. Yeah, nobody's cold. Everybody's got a t-shirt on, and then he's got this sleeveless Santa costume. On. I can't help but feel I might have felt a bit more Christmassy if we'd watched it in like a, a toasty living room with a Christmas tree with lights on, rather than this steamy car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening <laughs> to this Christmas special. Um, so, until next time, go to bed for Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills every time, for the seasons out of time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun of the world that we need, but it's selfish on the beach.